to go ahead with this. You don't have to. You'll know when you're ready. No, I want to do it. Or so I told myself. Then it has to start tonight. I know. But over the next few weeks, you probably won't feel like writing. Unless I can't help myself. Graphomania was one of the less alarming of the potential side effects. See what you think when the nausea hits. She gave me a consoling smile. I guess we all have something we're afraid to let go of. It was a troubling comment, one I didn't want to think about. Look, I said, maybe we should just get started. The air smelled tropical, tinged with chlorine from the hotel pool three stories down. Padang was a major international port these days, full of foreigners, Indians, Filipinos, Koreans, even stray Americans like Diane and me, folks who couldn't afford luxury transit and weren't qualified for UN-approved resettlement programs. It was a lively but often lawless city, especially since the new Reformasi had come to power in Jakarta. But the hotel was secure and the stars were out in all their scattered glory. The peak of the archway was the brightest thing in the sky now, a delicate silver letter U. Unknown, unknowable, written upside down by a dyslexic god. I held Diane's hand while we watched it fade. What are you thinking about? she asked. The last time I saw the old constellations. Virgo, Leo, Sagittarius the astrologer's lexicon reduced to footnotes in a history book. They would have been different from here, though, wouldn't they? The southern hemisphere? I supposed they would. Then, in the full darkness of the night, we went back into the room. I switched on the room lights while Diane pulled the blinds and unpacked the syringe and ampule kit I had taught her to use. She filled the sterile syringe, frowned, and tapped out a bubble. She looked professional, but her hand was trembling. I took off my shirt and stretched out on the bed. Tyler. Suddenly she was the reluctant one. No second thoughts, I said. I know what I'm getting into. And we've talked this through a dozen times. She nodded and swabbed the inside of my elbow with alcohol. She held the syringe in her right hand, point up. The small quantity of fluid in it looked as innocent as water. That was a long time ago, she said. What was? When we looked at the stars that time. I'm glad you haven't forgotten. Of course I haven't forgotten. I'll make a fist. The pain was trivial. At least at first. The Big House I was twelve and the twins were thirteen the night the stars disappeared from the sky. It was October, a couple of weeks before Halloween, and the three of us had been ordered to the basement of the Lawton House. The Big House, we called it, for the duration of an adults-only social event. Being confined to the basement wasn't any kind of punishment— not for Diane and Jason, who spent much of their time there by choice. Certainly not for me. 
Their father had announced a strictly defined border between the adults and the children's zones of the house, but we had a high-end gaming platform, movies on disc, even a pool table, and no adult supervision apart from one of the regular caterers, a Mrs. Truall, who came downstairs every hour or so to dodge canopy duty and give us updates on the party. A man from Hewlett-Packard had disgraced himself with the wife of a post-columnist. There was a drunken senator in the den. All we lacked, Jason said, was silence. The upstairs system was playing dance music that came through the ceiling like an ogre's heartbeat, and a view of the sky. Silence and a view. Jace, typically, had decided he wanted both. Diane and Jason had been born minutes apart, but were obviously fraternal rather than identical siblings.